try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week and give each other something to try hello nick how are you uh, i don't have a bit uh, uh tea and crumpets hello everyone welcome to the show i'm nick that's the guy marcus my best friend we're here to try some shit or some things either one that works marcus i am excited to be here you know why why i don't know because Tell it's been me. a little bit since we've been here, uh, and I want to address it right off the bat, because it's mostly my Tell fault, me guys. Why? Guys, I got the thing that you can't talk about without getting demonetized. I had that; it was rough, but I had Wait, very kind when? words from friends and family. Yeah, if you say the c word, like it, like messes okay, stuff up. Uh, let's come up with something to call it. Oh, then. oh, okay, something um, fun. What's what's hmm. the opposite of this thing that we are going through? Right What's, now. Oh, the literal opposite? The literal like, opposite. No, no, no. Everyone, so people die and people got to stay home. <laughs> so what would be people live and people go out? So A party? <laughs> fiesta? An outdoor party. like uh, Which is a, get to, a hang, a get together. Black yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it a black party. Black party. That's what it's called. Yeah. Guys, I had a black party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I called it black me. party. <laughs> But I had that. I had lots of kind words from friends and families and fans, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And then it was fucking Marcus's fault because his internet shut down. So I just wanted to be clear <laughs> that I only take some of the blame. No, fuck you. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, yes, 100%. That is the truth that happened. Whatever. I don't care. But it was the snow's fault, not my fault, okay? Because the snow... So here's what happened. I don't know if... I think I told you. I don't remember. But... Basically, the snow piled up. It cr- it snapped our fiber optic cable in half, and the guy had to rewire fucking everything so we had so we could have internet again. And it was all bullshit. All I heard was that you're bougie enough to have fiber optics. Look at me, I'm Marcus. Uh, I got those uh, those special yeah. fiber optic. <laughs> I don't mean to flex on anyone, but I have fiber optic cable. I grew up poor, and then the Bronx, and now I have. Cable that is sent through glass. That is what I have. It's amazing. Honestly, you've come up in the world. Guys, uh, in all <laughs> sincerity, we're, we're glad to be back. Thank you for being patient with us with this new schedule. We are back on track. Guys, this is Now Try This. You can get at us at Now Try This Cast everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We have a Patreon that we absolutely adore at patreon.com slash Now Try This Cast. Marcus, why should someone go to the Patreon? What do they get? Yes, What's going you, on there? Oh, oh, ooh, ooh. Some Patreons, you know, on some Patreons, you don't get anything. You just get a friendly I thought you were going to say a rap like that. I thought, ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Yeah. Come on to Patreon. Come to Patreon. Get that money. <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> okay, so on Patreon, we have two tiers. On the $5 tier, you can every month give us suggestions on what we should try and we will then start a poll based on all the suggestions and have everyone, the $5 tier and the $1 tier, vote on those suggestions. So if you're part of the $1 tier, you get to participate in deciding what we do. And if you're on the $5 tier, you get to submit 
something we could do. And that happens guys, the first if you of every up, month. Ex- and if you except sign up this month. If you accept this month, it'll be next week. But guys, if you and if you sign up, Marcus will stop speaking to you slowly like a fifth grader. We promise. Uh, no, something I else am you guys... so hyped. What? I am. Uh, I I am not explaining it to to them slowly. For them, it's for me. I want to make sure that I get it right and don't <laughs> fuck up and give you guys wrong information. Guys, sign up for the <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but, but Marcus is right. We're loving it over there. We're loving you guys participating. We've found out what this month is going to be. This month, we are going to be doing Sweet Home, and that'll be next week. We're going to be streaming it live mm-hmm. every Thursday, now try, or twitch.tv slash NowTryThisCast. And as always, you can pick up the podcast yeah. on Monday, wherever you get your podcast. Now, there's yeah. one last thing. I mean, if you... Oh, I was going to say one more thing before your last thing. A penultimate thing, possibly, is what I was looking to contribute. I'm okay. sorry. Is that okay? Because sure. I feel like your thing no. will be a last thing. My thing is not a last thing. It's a sandwich thing. It's like the, the okay. middle. You know? Okay. Marcus, I would love it if you gave me some bologna up in here. I'm going to give you the bologna. Guys, like Nick just said, we're streaming on Titch at Twitch. And I wanted to add a little thing. If you can't support us on the Patreon, we know times are hard and that money is tight for everybody. It is 100% free to sign up for a Twitch account and follow us. And that helps us so much. Even if you never fucking watch, you have no intention of ever watching. (laughs) Just following us helps us get become Twitch affiliates, which can then help us, you know, in a lot of ways. And then, guys, at the end of the day, this is a podcast. And to help us get the podcast out there, we need something from you. We need five stars on iTunes. You would be so surprised to know that the algorithms and the suggestions work so much better if we have those five star reviews. For example, Hawk Magnum left us a five-star review saying, get charmed up your ears. I am supremely comforted by these two funny boys and their Aaron Sorkin-like speed of dialogue. Enjoy them forever! Thank you, Hawk Magnum, for the kind words. I don't know who Hawk Magnum is, but they are the coolest motherfucker I've ever heard of. I am jealous that I did not come up with that username. And if you guys want to be cool, join Hawk Magnum. Leave us five stars on iTunes. Marcus, what's this week about to be? This week is the opposite of Hawk Magnum because Hawk Magnum is the fucking most American thing I've ever heard of. I am picturing a bald eagle with a magnum in its claws ready to shoot up some people for freedom. Uh, Marcus, this is Hawk (laughs) Magnum giving you a call. Are you drinking Bud Light tonight? Because if not, you're un-American. I got my bud. Put bologna on white bread without mayonnaise, then you might be American. Marcus Berdegas, you need to get out of this country because your last name is Berdegas. That's American. (laughs) So what's this week? This week, we are getting out of the country and we are going, we're staying across the pond from last episode. And we are watching and talking about Ted Lasso, which is a show that I discovered on Apple TV. And I loved it is about an American football coach who moves to London to coach soccer. Um, And it stars Jason Sudeikis. Marcus, we're going over the pond this way again. And the next week we're going over upon the other way because we're going to Korea for our fan challenge. I promise 
when it's my turn to give the try next week, I will bring us back to our roots of America. That's a big promise. I might not be able to promise. That's a big I promise. Hold the on. debt we what owe Hawk do? Magnum. We will bring no, it back no, to America. No, I no, I I will put everything on the line next week or the week after next week. <laughs> American all the way, baby. Okay. American fair. all the way. Marcus, I'm so excited to talk about Ted Lasso. I'm so excited to find out why you gave it to me. But I want to know, I don't know, what other tries have you, are there any other tries you've done this past week in your life that you'd like to share with the triers out there? Yeah. Uh so I recently got um God, guys, I, I just left the veil for a second. We did not uh <laughs> preempt that we I we did not discuss that I was gonna do that amazing so listen, the segue was amazing. But I didn't warn Marcus I was gonna do that. No, so I didn't know no. he was gonna have something. And he no. like a perfect partner said yes, yes and did it <laughs> was prepared. And just in case he needed more time, I vamped and now it's his turn thank to you, tell us what you, he's been trying you, this week. You. So recently what I decided to get into is I, I'm following all the tips online. Okay. Every rich person says what you have to do is invest in the stock market. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start following the stock market. But unfortunately, that has some. They also combined. tell you got to stop drinking coffee at Starbucks and make sure to <laughs> cut avocado in half. So you have two portions, you, you know, the and, 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 and live with your parents for a year or have your parents buy you a fucking second house. Like all those lists aren't relatable. They don't fucking help anybody. And they're like, they're I so don't know. Involved. I I wrote an article. I don't know why there's poor people left. I solved it. I don't I don't understand. Or millennials are poor because they're on Instagram too much. What? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I was getting involved in the stock market. I've been uh, investing in cryptocurrency. Obviously not a lot of money because I don't have a lot of money. But little by little. And it's been a wild ride. I was actually coming up with a future challenge because once you go into stock markets, the, the, the finance bro algorithm is like meant to trap you like i this week have become a finance bro i just am like all i care about is fitness and money and it <laughs> it traps you so quickly oh no oh no anime oh, no. fuck anime i don't i don't love anime <gasps> anymore that's for that's for people who don't get laid that's what that is okay guys i'm losing my I'm best a, friend how to burn my arm off and get this tattoo removed place it with some big titty lady Okay. What is your tattoo, Marcus? For those that can't see. Oh, my tattoo is of guts from Berserk because I'm a I'm a true weeb and I would never. I'm a ride or die weeb. I'm not gonna let that shit go ever. How does it feel like riding those waves and looking at those numbers? Is it is it stressful? You because you're because you're, cause you're <sighs> you you have anxiety. You are a stressed person in life, <laughs> and I feel like adding insult to injury of. Let me now watch these numbers go up and down every hour of every day. You remember? Hold on. You remember when we went to see that movie in Jersey City and there was a guy next to us who was on his phone the entire time. And all he was doing was opening up this app that I don't know what it was. And it kept saying zero dollars over and over and over again. Are you that guy? That's that's me. If we were allowed to be in movie theaters right now, I'd be checking my uh, fucking Bitcoin every five seconds. <laughs> Is that, all, but, is that all the story? <laughs> no, no, no. But but it goes on. And so like you fall into this trap and you end up being like a targeted finance bro. And you see other finance bros being like, I know how to make a million dollars in five minutes. I can make you $10,000 in two seconds. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. So then I was actually telling, talking to Darren. And I was like, what if for a future challenge, I have Nick and I just fucking both go on TikTok and try to 
make money based on all the fucking like schemes and shit that we see on TikTok. Because all you have to do is follow like certain hashtags and you can find a million like money making schemes for teens and for whatever and see which ones work and which ones don't. So if you're listening and you want to see that episode, reach out to us on social media and we will do it because I think it sounds fun. No, Um, fuck that. You need to sign up for the (laughs) Patreon to let us do it. Cause that sounds like it's gonna cost money. That's <laughs> that true. sounds hard. That's but but you I make went money out, by making money. I tried one. If you want to see us, if you want to see us follow stocks live on Twitch every single day, go ahead and subscribe to that Patreon <laughs> and let us know what stock you want that money to go toward. Now stock this is our uh, second podcast about <laughs> stocks. Honestly, it sounds like it would do really well. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. I tried one of them and it was like, oh, if you could just type up things that people need typed up you and you can do it, you get a certain amount of money. Could not sign up for it. Didn't work. Find out it was like kind of a scam. It was bullshit. And I was like, great, cool. The first thing I tried was a scam. I'm I'm, I'm tired of this and I'm done. Well, that's thank you for letting us uh, lift the veil on the things you're doing in your free time of <laughs> becoming a finance pro. Honestly, if you come in here with a fucking polo shirt, and a fucking <laughs> uh, glass of fucking bourbon, then I'll know you've gone too far. I I work in finance. I am finance bro adjacent. I just don't. I just like anime too much and video. Is there games. a stock anime? Is there an anime about stocks, guys? If you know about an anime that uh, is about stocks or finance bros, go ahead and tweet us a now try this cast because that sounds exciting. I'd watch. I would that. watch Hey, I watch fucking anime about high school boys playing volleyball. Why not grown men selling stocks, huh? Guys, if you are an animator, I don't know if anybody's an animator. If you're an animator, reach out to us. We'll write it. We'll we'll make it. We'll make the stock anime show. Guys, if you're a human being that likes things, go ahead and reach out at us at Now Try This Cast. (laughs) A plugs aside. Yeah, Marcus. Ted Lasso. Where did this come from? Where did this go? Cotton Eye Joe, what are we what are we doing here? So this block party has been rough for everybody. And a lot of content that's available out there isn't exactly conducive to pretending that you're not part of a block party. So uh, it's hard. And I needed something that was cheerful, that was going to get me revitalized, going to like bring back my zest for life. You know, Marcus, and great yes? word. Thank great you. word. Zest for life. <laughs> Just take the orange that is our existence and slice it up into sections and suck on those like a fucking soccer mom bringing them orange slices to the soccer team. Bring Hell that yeah. zest. <laughs> so so I, I I was like Googling comedies to watch and I was trying to find everything. And I was like, oh, I've watched everything. As most people feel right now, they probably feel like they've seen everything that they would be interested in. And I, I, I found this show and I was like, Jason Sudeikis is cool. Let's try it out. I'm willing to give anything a shot. This block party's gone on for too long. So I. Put, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at the block party. It's really. Good. <laughs> it really works. So I was like, okay, cool. I watched it and I immediately like after the first episode, I was like, oh, shit. Like this guy is fucking charming. This guy is interesting, charismatic. He's just a fucking feel good show. And I loved it. And then I was immediately ready to rewatch it after watching the whole first season. But then I was like, let me wait. I'll give it to Nick for the podcast. And 
that'll be my opportunity to rewatch it all. So what's your what's your relationship with Jason Sudeikis? Are you a big fan? Are you honestly? I gotta pull up his IMDb because I don't even know like what what I I <laughs> what am not really. I don't know anything about him. I saw him once in the city, and that was it. That's that's my only. <laughs> My I feel like reaction. that's how most of your stories start and then living in New York. Give me your like t- a couple of your top like I-, I lived in New York City and I met this person. They were nice. Or, man, I saw fucking I saw fucking uh, Queen Latifah on a subway and sh- she like had a grocery bag. Well, how interesting. So I we used to work for this company that worked on Broadway shows and had like studio spaces for everyone who was coming to rehearse on Broadway. So I ran into a few celebrities there. The three interesting ones that come to mind, they're really quick, is one was I had to take a huge shit right before a meeting. So I went into the bathroom. It's a single person bathroom. And I fucking shat my brains out. I took possibly the smelliest shit I've ever taken in my fucking life. And then, you know who fucking walks in? Amy Schumer. Is that her name? The comedian lady? The one that steals joke? Yeah. Joke stealer lady? She walked in right after me. She rushed in there. And I felt so bad. And I like, like, how often can someone say that a celebrity smelled their shit smell? Your private at home shit smell? Someone smelled it. She smelled it. And I was like, fuck, she had to just sit in it. And I felt so bad for her. And I was like, I don't, I never, I never want to see her in real life. And I never want to interact with her again because I will have the shame on my soul forever. Guys, if you want to know <laughs> how that shit smell was for Amy Schumer, go ahead and tweet at Amy Schumer on Twitter and tag us no! and now try this guest. No, <laughs> don't share this with Amy Schumer. Share it, <laughs> share it. Put out, put Marcus's shame out into the world. I am turning red and she's not going to fucking see it where nobody Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, if you want us to be somebody so Amy Schumer could remember that shit smell, let it ha- make it happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a plugging kind of mood. I'm going to keep plugging this whole time. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I Always be plugging. It. Yeah, that's that's my biggest one. I ran into the guy, uh, R- what's that guy's name? Uh, Rupert, the Super Harry famous, Potter yeah. kid. Harry Potter. Ru- Ru- Not Yeah, Harry Potter kid. Weasley, Daniel Radcliffe? The Weasley one. Not Daniel oh. Radcliffe, the other one. Nobody nobody knows. Nobody knows. No one in the chat knows. No one in the chat likes Harry Potter or anything. Rupert, Rupert Grant. Grant. Thank you so there much, Dash. <laughs> uh, honestly, honestly, Dash, you are our fan and we appreciate you. Too fast. Too fast. You should reassess some things. Uh, no, so he, I ran into him. I thought he was an intern at my job. So I was like, hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> And he was like, oh, good. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I kept going because I was like, oh, we're hiring new interns today. That's then, so cool because you came off as the person who treated a celebrity just like a normal person, said hello, moved on with your life. You looked so accident. badass. It was totally, he doesn't remember. That was an accident. Crushed. But we weren't allowed to talk to the celebrities. Like if there was a celebrity on the floor, you weren't fucking allowed to interact with them. So for the next like entire day, I was fucking terrified I was going to get fired because I people saw me say hi. Like I knew him and I was like, oh no, I'm going to fucking get fired. But and you said I so did cool. it, thankfully. Hey man, what's up? How are you? That's so cool. Maybe he was so confident that they thought that like, maybe I did know him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you, Marcus. The next time this happens, you just need to lead with that. Like who's, who's like Jason Sudeikis is in the bodega outside of your work yeah. and you're there. You just need to be like, oh, hey, how's it going? You just yeah. gotta be that cool. That cool. Yeah. Common class. I'll be so confident that it confused them and be like, do I know this guy? They're so casual. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, then yeah. and then you remind them, it's like, hey, you had talked about being on the podcast. Boom. We're famous. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then they guilt. Then you guilt them into um. But Jason Sudeikis, do you are you a big SNL fan? Anything no, really? I'm not really a huge fan of him. I actually found out that this was a character that he did on a bit for like British for like wherever they show the Premier League, whatever like British version of ESPN. It's probably still ESPN. Um, MBSSC or some shit. I don't know. I I, I yeah, watched yeah. one. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. So it really was funny. a bit character that Seven he did years on ago. that. I know so long ago, and then they decided to turn yeah. it into a TV show. Now, super random. I like the guy. I have nothing against him, and I decided to watch the show. And after watching the show, I'm a huge fan. Love the guy. I'll watch Marcus, whatever the fuck he puts out after this. I fucking love Jason Sudeikis. When in what? in his tenure in his tenure at SNL, he was so okay. SNL. I have a love-hate relationship with SNL, as most comedians fucking do, right? Sometimes it's slay, sometimes it's awful. We know this. There's always one guy on SNL at a time that just defines an era for me. Right now, it's Beck. Every time Beck's in a sketch, I'm like, fucking nailed it. Every time he does anything, I was like, you just get it. You get my comedy brain. Mm -hmm. Jason Sudeikis was always that way for me. When he comes in, he's just like, hey. He just has such an air about him that like shines through and is so genuine. And I love him in sketches. I love him. You know, he has, he's like, he, I mean, he's done movies and stuff. He's, he's not like fucking Tom Cruise or anything. Like he's not in like so many things that it's like crazy in the world. Uh, but like, you know, I love like him in Colossal and him in We Are the Millers. Mm -hmm. And like, there's not a lot of them out there. Dr uh, drinking, but you know, <laughs> all these like little things he's been in. I, but, but here's the thing about Jason Sudeikis. He's always been uh and man you know the guy the next guy the second guy he's always been like uh, supporting he's always been like even mm -hmm. in, in sketches on snl like he's always like he's never like the guy who comes in and he's a monkey person right you know what i mean like that doesn't yeah. he's not that yeah, type yeah. he he's like almost like a lot of the time the straight man that's like responding and has like funny quips so when you said ted lasso i was like i don't know what the fuck this is and then I Google it. I was like, I still don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, and then when I watched the trailer, I was like, wait, it's just like Jason Sudeikis' show? I was fucking so for it because he – and this is my opinion before I watched any of this – was like, mm -hmm. I want to see him lead something. I want him to be the lead because I love how endearing he usually is. I love how funny he usually is. How like every man but like on top of it he is. So I I was ready for it before anything because i i'm hey jason if you're out there if you're out there listening uh <laughs> how was the fan first all right so yes you can tweet at us and say wow great great, great podcast episode guys and now try this cast but truly you need to tag at nick neck because he's been a fan since day one hold, hold on i see though. those second city shop chops i see them nick you fucking honey trapped me you you fucking laid out a honey pot and I fell right for that sweet, sweet, good, good juice because you were like, oh, how do you feel about him? Huh? You don't like him that much? I fucking love him. Also calling out Jason Sudeikis so he can watch this. Fuck you. You're going to look stupid if he sees this. That's what happened. I hate you, Nick. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Guys, if you're a longtime fan of the podcast, you'll know most of what I say and most of what I do on this podcast is almost always just a setup on Marcus. <laughs> fair. Very fair. If I can't set up my friends, who can I set up? You know what I mean? I, Marcus doesn't true. have the temperament for pranks, so I got to get him some other way, you know? Yeah, I get that. To, to be I, fair, I've never tried, but I feel like if I feel like if I had put a bucket of mayonnaise outside your door so you stepped in it. I don't think you'd be like, oh, you got me, Nick. Let's let's do this thing. I'm pretty sure you'd look at me like, you're a child. 
and 100%. just like be be so mad for a long time. But what's with you and mayonnaise today? That's the second time you've mentioned mayonnaise. <laughs> it's just a weird thing for you to mention so much. Guys, if you don't know, I've recently gone on a very long weight loss journey, and I'm not having things like mayonnaise, and I uh, apparently am longing it today. You know what? My birthday's coming up. Maybe I should have a mayonnaise sandwich. You got mayonnaise on the mind. That's what you got today. Got mayonnaise on my mind, but now we're talking about... Ten so so okay so weird that this show is on apple tv who's fuck who fucking just honestly i haven't talked to anybody that just has apple tv plus and just watches it so strange i feel like before i even say anything else about the show i feel like so many more people would be talking about this if it was just on netflix right like if this show was just on netflix it'd be fucking it would be like winning winning awards and shit and like getting praise renewed for extra seasons but uh, but anyway, walk me through it. What uh, why why'd you give me this? Why'd you give me? Why did you give me Ted Lasso, Marcus? I I mentioned it earlier, but the the short up version of it uh is that I watched it. I needed something good that was going to be cheerful and like fucking not make me think about this block party. And uh, it brought me so much fucking joy that I was like, not enough people are talking about this. I don't know anybody else who's watching this. The only people I know watching it are the people that like Darren and I have gone out and been like, watch this show, please. It's good. Watch it. Well, here's the thing. So we did three episodes. We watched three episodes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tamper down my feelings because as soon as it starts, what a what a premise. Like you said, it was based on the promos he did for the Premier League or whatever. Yeah, it's it's such a simple. This feels like if I went to the Magnet Theater and went to a sketch thing and there was an old pro sketch writer there and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, American football player went to teach uh, British football. It's like such an easy joke. Yes. It's so yes. simple and easy. And that's the whole that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. And I, I it's it's dumb finding how something so simple can bring so much joy. It's so crazy. Yeah. The the fact that the premise is like, hey, it's an f- American football coach that teaches fo- football. A football coach teaches football across the pond. And like, that's such a simple thing. And that's the premise of the show, but it's not even the joke of the show. Like within the first couple of like, it comes up and it's like a, a, a reoccurring theme, but it's not like any, it's not like the premise. It's not like the whole thing that the show is weighed upon. It is not something that they like, don't move on from that one joke. The show is a full ass fucking show. It, there's so much going on. Even in the first episode, so much fucking shit happens and it happens at such like a quick pace. That it just feels longer than the 30 minutes that it is. Marcus, I think you just hit on something where, where I, why, why I feel so strongly about the show. I find myself laughing, but it there's, there's not a lot of jokes. It's not a comedy. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's a, like, I, I understand why it's categorized as a comedy. I know Jason Sudeikis <laughs> is a funny guy and there are laugh out loud moments. But like, nothing is played for jokes at yeah. all. Everything is so sincere. You know, I was trying to explain it to somebody else. And I was like, you know how The Office is, like, super endearing? Like, there's just moments when you're, like, fucking feeling for Kevin and fucking feeling for all Mindy Kaling and fucking feeling for these characters. Take away how stupid and outrageous all the characters are, but keep that nugget. And that's totally, like, the feel that's, like, underneath this, where I find myself rooting for Ted Lasso. I find myself rooting for the growth of the team members on the team. I find myself rooting for hopefully the turn of Rebecca Welton to 
come to the other side, you know, as this yeah. almost actually it's funny because I say it's not for laughs, but she's like, well, she is, she is a little like, she is playing like a megalomaniacal, like super uh-huh. villain yeah. <laughs> like, in this show. <laughs> um, but it works because I think everything, everything else is so endearing. Yeah, no, it's um, really, really good. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> we just got, yeah. we just got a, we just got a, a comment on Twitch saying, sounds like someone forgot to bury the lead. You're right. We usually do a little better of a job. Like, <laughs> Oh, maybe I liked it. Maybe I didn't. Uh, but I fucking love this show, and I just want to fucking talk good. about it. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I mean, like, also, like, there's so many actors that I haven't ever seen in anything, and they haven't. I Not at all. tried to look at some of their IMDb pages and seeing like what else they were in because some of them are interesting. I've seen like, Jason the and really I've cool. seen Juno Temple, but everyone else, I don't think I've seen in anything else. Yeah, I, I, but they're all great, and they all bring so much to the to the table, and I feel like. You've only watched the first three episodes, but there's so much good shit. And there's just like good characters that coming out the ass of this show in good moments. They know how to make a good sports show, but also a good comedy. And it's so hard to balance those kind of genres, especially for me. Like, who doesn't give two shits about the sports part of it? But immediately, I'm like, like, oh, oh, fuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't like like sports dramas and like sports movies and stuff? I give you me not a- one more give me one more week as a fa- finance bro and I will love sports all of a sudden. Oh my god. Well that's so funny because I don't I I I also don't like sports uh-huh. <laughs> almost at all. I oh my god, Marcus, I still don't know who won the Super Bowl. Who won the Super Bowl? Whatever team Tom Brady was on. <laughs> oh, Tampa Bay won? Uh Tampa Bay? Was it the Kansas City Chiefs? Who was there? Hold on. Yeah, it was the Chiefs and Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady's on the Bucks. Oh, Tom Brady wow. won. Point, pro- point proven. Point proven. Tampa we are won. Not there you go. Guys. Tampa won. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, if you needed more proof that we weren't sports people, that was it. But sports story, so because someone in the chat brought, called you out, we were actually invited on a fantasy Premier League team years ago now. Oh, yeah. You and I both participated in not knowing jack shit about soccer or anything. And we did really well. (laughs) One of us came in second place. And it was hilarious. We did good. I, I, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't like sports, but I like that. And like, for our one friend's bachelor party, it was at a baseball game. And you and me are sitting there Mm -hmm. in that fucking Mets game uh, around real fans, real fans. And we were having the time of our lives, like, oh, I love that pitcher guy, man. He looks real nice. Oh, I love. Oh, come on, you got this, Kurama. Yeah. Which is why it's I love James- sports movies. I love sports yeah. shows and sports movies. Love them. Fucking give me. Remember the Titans any day of the week. Make me watch Haikyuu on repeat. Do you not like sports stuff? I don't. I'm not a big f- sports fan of sports stuff. Even fake sports. I guess I'll do you a favor. I'll do you a favor. I'm gonna change you. I'm going to change you because this is okay. this right here is my favorite part of the sports movie. All right, team. We've been down and out before. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you. It looks like we might lose again. But remember Marcus at the beginning of this? Soft-spoken. Not a fan of anything. Didn't believe in love. Look at him now. After this now try this team, he's, he's turned the corner. Look around you. We're not a team anymore. We're a family. So we might lose. Yeah. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out there and do it together. You know why? Because we are now try this. Now 
try this. Now try this. Now try this. Now try this. Now try this. Now try this. And then we go back and then we go I'm back hyped. and win. That's I'm why hyped. I love sports movies. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I I And this show leans fucking in. It work. It does. It does. I, okay, so okay, so one thing that I want to talk about like a lot is Ted Lasso like as a person, right? So mm-hmm. here's this Kansas City kid who is famous for getting this division two team to the playoffs i never watched there and for this viral dancing video and like right away the dancing video you can tell it's like oh he's like close with his teammates and i didn't expect the accent and everything when it first started but jason sudeikis (laughs) leans fucking in and with that kansas city accent and it just really fucking works and i fucking love it it off and it feels so much like something like a michael scott in the office without the stupidity part Mm -hmm. where it's just like sincerity up the wazoo i I was just saying this to somebody else where in life, I'm always trying to like lead with kindness. I'm always trying to like think about the people around me and think about how I'm affecting them as on a, as a person. And like I'm trying and I want people around me. I want a significant other. I want these things with a person from kindness. And Ted Lasso fucking does that. Like he mm-hmm. and it's not to like such an obscene degree that it's ridiculous or like it's played for laughs. Everyone around, just from the little aspects of the first two people he meets, the the chauffeur that picks him up and the fucking gaffer on the team, and he's like, "Oh, what's your name?" And then they just look at him like, "No one's ever fucking." Literally, Nathan yeah. says, "No one's fucking yeah. asked me no my name before." No one's ever asked him. Yeah. And what a fucking genius way to get out there that this is just a genuine. How name another thing that just has a genuine guy as the fucking star, the whole goddamn thing. No. It is so good. I feel it's like that and something else, genuine, right? Yeah, anytime we have something genuine, it's because the actor, because of something happened, like the the actor comes across through the character, and you're like, oh, that's a very genuine thing. But like for the character to be so fucking sincere, so likable, so good, it just it's it's so fucking heartwarming. And it, it makes so you want to be like that. I I see Ted Lasso and I'm like, this is the man I wanna be. I wanna lead with kindness, like you said. Yeah. Well, it, it's so hard to find shows where, you know like 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 house right house is one of my favorite shows growing up i've watched all the seasons multiple times love hugh laurie would want to be more like hugh laurie like in life in high school when i was like watching it but he's such a flawed character right he's he's literally addicted to drugs he's literally an asshole yeah but there's one aspect of him that i'm like oh let me i like that part of him ted lasso is what was that is it is it raining dogs? What just happened? What <laughs> guys? I'm freaking sorry, out. Like sorry. it looked like an animal. Just if it looked like a fucking a fucking zeny xenomorph. There's a ghost fell from the ceiling and was fucking about to attack Marcus. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, it was your ape it fell off the wall. Be- Jesus Christ! It fell off the wall. That was scary. When it fell off the wall, it looked furry. I was freaking out. <laughs> Gosh, give me a heart attack. I, you didn't expect jump scares on the podcast <laughs> no gosh anyway he's really endearing and i like it and i want to be like <laughs> yeah no it's it's such a good thing and it's not that he's just like it's not this perfectly happy go lucky show there are people actively working against him to try to make him fail one of the characters yeah. being the, the boss of the entire uh premier league uh team welton or welton or whatever and she's trying to actively make him fail because yeah. she wants to get revenge on her ex-husband, who was the own, former owner of the team. Honestly, kind of reasonable. Like I don't, I don't not feel for her. Yeah. You know? Gosh. So, but so many, like so many things that Ted 
does. So I, like, I just want to like point some of them out and talk about them just because they're so amazing. There are things that I I would want to do, but for whatever reason, I wouldn't actually do because yeah. uh, it's time consuming or it's harmful to me. Right. So uh, at the beginning, you see him try to get closer to his boss and he's like biscuits with a boss and brings her in these cookies and they're delicious. And she's obsessed. And she's trying to find where they are. And then the end of like the second or third episode or something. You see that he bakes them every day. Yes. He bakes these cookies. And yeah. her her country's style, these biscuits, the way she likes them, just cause. Just because it's the, a nice thing to do. Wild. And then and then mm-hmm. later when he's being interviewed by the reporter guy and the chauffeur guy c- comes back and he goes to his family's restaurant. And the guy's like, are, are you sure you can handle that spicy Indian food? He's like, oh, I've never had Indian food. I'm sure it's not that bad. And he's fucking almost dying with how hot it is, but he's eating his and the other guys to make sure not to insult the chauffeur guy and his dad who made the food. Have you yeah. ever gone to a restaurant and said, I'll have what the chef recommends? What a baller ass, nice person move. It's amazing. Yeah. That's a big balls, nice person. I ha- I'm a nice person, Marcus, but my balls are small compared to Ted Lasso, okay? <laughs> I have no Ted's problem. Lasso's, Ted Lasso's balls of kindness are enormous. I cannot under- fathom the the amount of kindness that are stored w- within those testicles. It is amazing. I, and it takes such class and such yeah. uh, to be that good. Such class. Have you can you I, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I don't know if you could pull it out of thin air like, but can you think of the nicest thing you've ever done? Like off the top of your head? Oh god. I, I feel like I cannot honestly I don't you know what, Nick? I feel yeah, like I'm you and so I are nice, a little too modest. I don't keep track actually. of those things. Okay. <laughs> I just don't keep track of those things. I mean, I do. I don't do kindness for something in return. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. I right. won the kindness games. <laughs> okay. Sure. Anyway. What about you? What about you, Nick? Um, I don't know. I feel like any any kind thing I can think of like ends with like a sad story. Like remember, <laughs> remember when I had uh, that girlfriend and and she was supposed to move in with me and. She had she had an insecurity because a lot of her friends growing up like didn't get her birthday gifts. So I was throwing her a surprise party at her new apartment, and I bought a gift, the the, the number of gifts to the number of people that were going to come to the party, so that every single person and I was going to wrap them all, and every single person was going to give her a gift. Uh, that's a pretty nice thing. That's pretty nice. Yeah, she broke up with me uh, before the party, and I uh, had to find something else to do with all those like. 20 gifts so lonely i am so lonely i have nobody it's fine she married the guy she cheated on me with so it's all good um so (laughs) so it's okay if if it's okay if they get married it's fine if they get married you're like you know what it's let it let it be (laughs) but 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 the nice nature of ted lasso is probably my like number one favorite thing uh, about the show mm-hmm. what's some things that you like about the show i like that moment when he wins someone over i feel like it, it is oh, part of yeah. the kindness but i like he there's a line in the beginning that he's like oh that guy's pretty angry and then he says wait 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 till you see how angry he is when we win him over you know I love that. well it's because usually when someone's this nice almost always what are they also naive right yeah they're nice to a fault but you see Ted Lasso doing moves that, while ultimately is the right thing to do and is the nice thing, it's still a hard thing to do. 
for example, when he sees when um sorry when when Roy is watching Nathan get bullied by uh two other guys by by Jamie and his goons, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he goes up to Ted and is like, "Aren't you gonna fucking do something?" He's like, "No," and then he gives him some endearing story about butterfingers and poop. That's very funny. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's the thing: the nice thing to do would be. The first level of nice would be to help and to stop, tell them to stop picking on Nathan. The next fucking level that fucking Ted Lasso is on is like, no, Roy needs to do it. Mm-hmm. And fucking, and the way he like, and he the way his coach looks at him is like, you really think this is going to work? He's like, yeah, I think this is going to be exactly what we need. And it's like, yeah, whoa. It's, like, it's that he's big smart. brain kindness. Nice that and big smart. Brain kindness. That is crazy. I can't think of anybody that's that nice and smart. It's always naive. Yeah, that's in, true. In almost everything. Nick, do you watch a lot of British television? I feel like we talked about this a little bit last time, but you like uh, one of your exes made you. Um... <laughs> I say Max, by the you... way. <laughs> yeah, the same um, ex made you watch British television. But do, do you have like a, a barrier to entry in the language? Do you like? Well, I mean, that's one thing that, that? I, 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 I had down in my notes where it's like this show feels so special, I think, because it's like it feels like a British show and it feels like an American show. Like both sensibilities are there, like very seamlessly. But like, honestly, there are like one or two British things that I have. Like I watched. I like Sherlock. I've given that to you on the podcast. Uh-huh. I watched some of Downton Abbey, but like a lot of the like comedies, like the one that um, Simon Pegg got started on. I, I tried to watch a couple episodes. I couldn't really yeah. get through it. I tried to watch the original office and I'm like, I, I'm just not there. I, I can't quite do it. Yeah. The, something about their humor is feels a little off sometimes to my sensibility and my timing. So I don't indulge myself with it too much unless I have to with something like Sherlock or, you know, uh, why do you ask? Well, Nick, now it's time to test your knowledge. Oh, God. Of things that are uh, uh, British or American. And we'll see what. Uh, I give your segue a seven out, of, seven out of ten. It was okay. It was pretty good. It was pretty you good. You saw okay. it coming, but it was pretty good. Playing the animation. Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. Editing in the animation later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it didn't play. Now I'm try sorry, this guys. trivia. Now try now this try trivia. This trivia. Now, trivia. Now, trivia. Now, trivia. Now, trivia. Now, trivia. Now, trivia. This. Thank you to Andrew for that lovely theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what's the game? Okay. So the game is called Across the Pond or beneath the Mason-Dixon line. And what you're going to do for me, Nick, is you're going to tell me, I'm going to give you a phrase, a saying. You're going to tell me whether it's from the South or whether it's from England. Oh, oh, uh, wow. Love that. Okay. Great. Hey, Marcus, cool game. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's... It's fun. It's fun coming up with the games and having Darren to like workshop them with and be like, okay, what's this game? No, that game sucks. Like this game started originally as like football rules and soccer rules and like the differences. And we're like, no, that's too stupid. Better, bigger brain, evolve. And then we we get here eventually. I'm going to read them all in a regular Marcus accent, whatever that is. Ooh, how about I want to give no. away anything. What if I, I want to hear you do accents though. What if you go back and forth? What if I call it out? What if I pick one? No, no, no. When, Give it to when me the normal. right answer is revealed, 
when the right answer is revealed, I will read it in that accent. I, 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 that's fine. What if you read it normal and then I ask you to read one of them one way with either British or Southern? Like I get one per. Okay. Oh, you get one? Like. Yeah. Okay. Like do that one British. Do that one Southern. Okay. Wait, for every question? That seems like too, too much of an advantage. Because you can also just do the accent and hear it from your own voice. But I'm not good at accent. Fine, fine. I'll do it in my own voice. Go. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. <laughs> okay. This is all a setup. This is all a setup for my bad accent. I'm going to give you a sentence. Okay. I had a nice night. I called my friend from college and had a good chin wag. I had a nice night at college and I gave my friend a nice chin wag. That's Southern all the way because they call it university across the pond. Southern? Yeah, dude. They don't that call it college. Southern. <laughs> what? Did you make these up or did you get them from a website? Because this feels cheap. I got them from the internet. I got them from the internet. I call chin bullshit. Wag. It's not. No, come on. Chin, a good old They don't chin say college. Is a, is a good chat. Oh, I wrote the sentences. You're, you're right. Ah, but see, you're not so, supposed to. But they're not supposed to be context clues in the sentences, because then that would give it away. I'm so sorry. I've always <laughs> given context clues in all of my games. I didn't know we were playing at the same level. Okay, whatever, fine. Also, college means something else. Oh, in, fuck in, you, in, Dash Nine Four Two. They do not say college. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. They they say uni for university, but college can also mean is something else over there. This seems like this so is Nick, bullshit. I'm going to give you a This a is a conspiracy. The fucking college conspiracy of 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I will Whatever. read it in a British accent. Uh, Would that make you feel better? A little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a nice night. I called my friend from college, and I had a good chin wag. Is that good for you? Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. <laughs> All right, I'm not that bad. Okay, okay, okay. Next question. My roommate came back from his classes just full of beans. Just full of bean? Like one singular bean? Yes. Full of beans, plural. Oh, beans. Okay, well, here's the thing. This is what my rationale between... See, now that I gotta actually think it out and I can't give it my first instinct from the last one, I need to not trust my instincts because you've obviously made this game so I could fail. Um, <laughs> beans are a southern dish that people like a lot. Right? Rhett from Rhett mm -hmm. and Link, Good Mythical Morning, very famously, very much loves beans. He's from North Carolina. However, Mr. Bean is British. <laughs> I'm going to say Southern because Mr. Bean isn't plural. That's my rationale, and I'm sticking to it. Southern. Nick, you are wrong again. Damn <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to inform you, but this is oh, also no. British. I'm sorry. Marcus, this is going to be the first game in a long time that I've just like absolutely lost. It's, like hard. It's a, it's a hard, hard game. Like, I, yeah, it's a, it's kind of hard. Okay. Uh, I'll read it in. Uh, well, Marcus, I was British just accent? telling. No. Yeah. But in a second, the, I was just telling somebody else that, um, you know, I, I'm not as smart as I pretend to be. And I feel like my worlds are coming down right now. I just need to. Just, <laughs> I feel like I feel like my world is falling apart bit by bit because of what you've done to me here. This indignity that you've brought across the podcast to make an impossible game that I have to lose to. Please give me that British accent. My roommate came back from his. I'm doing Australian. My roommate came. No, back that was from good. Places just full of beans. Full That's of pretty beans. good, man. How many questions are British. there? Uh, ten. We need 
to take a break soon. He looks like his eyeballs are floating. We need to take a break soon. His eyeballs look like they're what? Floating. His eyeballs are floating. His eyeballs look like they're floating. Or the eyeballs look like they float. <laughs> the eyeballs. The, their, their eyeballs look like they be they they, they be floating. <laughs> they, be, they be floating eyeballs. Uh, now, 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 I do declare that them, their eyeballs be floating. Uh, yeah, and I see, yes, this, uh, those eyeballs. This is, be, this uh, is fucking fog lore, Foghorn Leghorn from Looney Tunes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I say, I, I say, I say, I say, I say their eyeballs are flowing. <laughs> I say, I say, I say their eyeballs be floating up in here. What would British sound like? Um, British. Uh, their eyeballs. They say, they say bloody hell. So I feel like they, I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Cause you said two <laughs> Britishes. So this one's probably Southerner, but, but my only contact <laughs> is in Britain. They do say bloody hell. So them doing like, bodily gore thing for things makes sense and I, I don't i can't think of a southerner ever doing that like being like oh the eyeballs be floating what was it their eyeballs be floating it he looks like his eyeballs are floating the phrase oh, is eyeballs I added the are be floating. floating because i was doing southern i was like wait they say be floating in southern why isn't it obviously southern <laughs> i'm gonna say british nick you are wrong again i'm so sorry ah! this is southern i, so I, I didn't say what the other my... one meant yeah, you should have trusted your gut. Full of beans means someone that is energetic, lively, enthusiastic might be described as full of beans. Eyeballs are floating oh, that's, is, means... that's opposite of what I would thought. Uh, we, uh, eyeballs are floating means need to use the bathroom very badly. That's not... Those... You, literally, you could swap those two things and it would make more sense. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> what, okay. um... All right, do it in your... We, we might need to take a break soon. He looks like his eyeballs are floating. How's that? Is that good? Sounded like a fucking Mississippi fucking I don't mudslinger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I was gonna say plantation owner because that's the only thing I can think of in the South, <laughs> in Mississippi. <laughs> what does it say that in Mississippi? I I only think of slavery. Mississippi needs to do some other things so I don't <laughs> so, I, so I can have other impressions of Mississippi. Mississippi, please stop your slavery. This is this is a message from now. Try this. Stop it. It's bad. Hear me? Not it's that. They need, they need to do something else. They need to redefine themselves. Because in my head, that's all I got. <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, oh, I, I know you're not watching The Bachelor, but there's one girl on there that somebody on TikTok made a TikTok about her in high school who was, and we know The Bachelor right now is black, who apparently she's racist and like <gasps> went to like, you know, had made fun of like other high school girls for having black boyfriends and her parents are Trump supporters, and she went to like a plantation Southern Belle ball, even though the state like outlawed them. And everyone's thinking That's she's wild. gonna get to like the final four of the show. So, but so I mean, Yikes. I feel bad because she can't say anything because of contracts, right? Until the end of the show. That's how that works. Yeah. But also, it's not looking like it's a good look. Uh, if you have opinions on this new season of The Bachelor, tweet at us at now try this case. <laughs> it will be me okay. responding because Marcus has. Gotten out. I've gotten I haven't out. been I able to get game. out yet. I don't have to go to work today because my boss popped his clogs. Oh! <laughs> clogs! Nick, do you know what that means? Are, clogs are Dutch, right? Clogs are like very famously Dutch. Like they're wo those wooden shoes are clogs, right? Oh, uh -huh. no, wait. But 
Wait, say say it again because clogs are also like a drainage problem, and that sounds southern. I don't. <laughs> I don't have to go to work today because my boss popped his clogs. Oh my god, that sounds like it could be both things. Uh, Deutschland is close to Britain, so like clogs, right? And then like fucking that's not even correct because Deutschland means Germany, but Dutch means never Netherlands. What I I'm always confused. I'm not good at geography. Let's let's be real. <laughs> On the south. Clogs, clogs. Read the last little couple of words again. Because my boss popped his clogs. Because my boss popped his clogs. Because my boss. Po- I can't do British. British, British, British. Because my boss, bo- bo- oh, British, but my boss got bogged his clogs. <laughs> Nailed it. You're killing it, man. Ah, I have no idea. You know what? This sounds like something they would say in that movie, that TV show, IT Crowd. So I'm going to say it's British. It is British. Oh my God. Thank God. Thank God <laughs> I've gotten one point. I've gotten one freaking point. A- any idea what it means? Broken shoes. It is when someone's gotten lost on the road because they have had bad directions. To pop your clogs means to die. That makes the cheery no sense phrase. At all. The cheery phrase is widely believed to originate from northern factory workers around the time of the Industrial Revolution. When they were working on the factory floor, employees had to wear hard clogs to protect their feet. So you're right thinking. Pop has evolved from cock, and when cocked their clogs, the toes of their clogs pointed up in the air as they lay down dead. You're the biggest winker I know, Marcus. I will take my point. Do it in your British accent <laughs> and move the fuck on. Uh I don't want to go to work today because my boss popped his clogs. Why did Why did your British accent that time sound like Tiny Tim? Or no, it sounded like why. Oliver. It sounded like Oliver. Can you say, please, sir? Can I have some more? Please, sir. Can I have some more? I'm great. Nailed it. Actor, genius. Only actor on this part. <laughs> okay. To me, that painting looks a little cattywampus. I've heard this word and I have no idea where. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. I was talking to a person and they said, they said something, something even like uh, Snagglepuss. Uh-huh. And they had no idea what Snagglepuss was. So then I pulled up a video and showed them and they got mad because I was comparing them to this old uh, <laughs> 70s cartoon because they were talking like that. And it was yes, very 100%. 100%. What's the word again? What's the word? Just the word. Catty Wampus. Why have I heard that word? Kitty Wampus. Like recently. I don't watch British things, so it has to be so. If I if I have heard the word in... Ca- God, I'm getting ramped up. If, if I've heard the word... <laughs> You're getting way too ramped up for this. Shut up! I love it. If I heard the word somewhere in my vicinity, that has to mean it was America, right? Kitty Wampus. Kitty Wampus. Kitty Wampus. It... Catty Wampus. Caddy, 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 wampus, caddy. Doesn't sound right in a southern accent. Caddy, wampus, cat, caddy, caddy. I do declare caddy, wampus. <laughs> yeah, it's south. It's south. It has to be southern. It has to be southern. It has to be. It has. To, I'm not even telling you. I'm telling myself. It has to be southern. It's southern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Mega Marcus in the chat saying, "Guys, Nick is doing such a bad job. How embarrassing!" Oh god, how rude that guy for him to say that in the chat. Um, God, I hope you don't pull a clip for the promo this week from this because this is embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's Southern. It's Southern. It's Southern. You're right. It's Southern. Look at you. You're coming back. God. Thank fucking God. Uh, any any guess what it means? Katie Wampus. Is it just like a, a grand old time? Just like a big mess of a no. thing? It means crooked. 
No, it doesn't. That's stupid. It means si- sideways or crooked. Yep. That's a little ca- candy wampus. Now, this paint over a- here looks a little candy wampus to you, don't it? It works. It just works. All right, fine. I'll give you that one. Once <laughs> you did it. Once you did it in context, I was like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. To me, that painting looks a little skewed. Candy wampus? Oh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> to me, that painting looks a little skewiff. Skewiff is a hundred percent British. I don't even need to skewiff. What kind of fucking skew-if. American says skewiff? Skewiff. Looks a little skewiff. Absolutely not. That's British. A hundred percent. I don't even need okay. to think about it. Okay, great. You got it right. God, Easy. Skew-if. It means a skew. Just say a fucking okay. a skew. <laughs> uh, read it. British people always make your phrases. To me, that painting looks a little skew-if. To me, that painting looks a little skew-if. Ain't it, governor? <laughs> that nailed it. <laughs> That's pretty good. My favorite part about this is you're like rounding Great Britain and hitting like all the different <laughs> I'm hitting all I the I think accents. it's because you can't nice. nail one, but okay. I'm, I'm worldly. That's what it is. I want the next one to be Welsh. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said he was sorry, but it was all... I thought it was gonna be a tongue to twister. I thought it was like he he said she sailed by the sea. <laughs> sorry, what was it? Go ahead. I got distracted. <laughs> he said he was sorry, but it was all a hill of beans to her. Beans again. We've already had a beans one. There's, there's a lot of beans. We've already I feel had like a most beans of these one, could and that be was about British. Beans. Okay, the last beans one was British. So did you put two of them? Because. But my instinct about Southerns and Beans, I think, is correct. So saying that this one is Beans might, or is Southern, might make sense. Oh, God. Um, Lord, don't fail me now. I think this is a Southern. I think this is a Southerner. I think down South, they say this shit. You are correct. Oh, my God. Thank God. Look at you. I want to hear that sweet, sweet Southern below the Mason. Where's the, where the fuck's the Mason Dixon line? What? I, between Mason and Dixon, Darren. Uh, point. <laughs> okay. He, he whether you're talking about volume or value, a hello beans isn't worth much. I've heard this one before. He said he was sorry, but it ain't, it was all a hill of beans to her. It amounted to nothing but a hill of beans. Have you ever seen a beans plant? No. Me either. Wow, aren't we uncultured swine? That's that's a clip for the social media right there, baby, guys. It's the hot stuff we post online. Follow now, try this. And now try this, guys. Okay. Uh, good, 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 guys. He tried to make dinner for his wife tonight, but the situation has quickly gone pear-shaped. Pear-shaped. I've heard pear-shaped. Where? Why have I heard pear-shaped? It looks like this dish is going pear-shaped. It looks like this shit is going pear-shaped. <laughs> this shit is going pear-shaped. Pear-shaped? Pear-shaped. Pear-shaped? Pear-shaped. Pear-shaped. Wait, someone pears in brain? Please. <laughs> pear-shaped. 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 Okay, I can't even do it anymore. Um... Okay, I, I'm pretty... I don't know if they have pears <laughs> in Britain. But I know is it is it one of our best friends from like a town called the town of Pear Maple or some shit in Georgia? What's the name of fucking Nikki's hometown? Hold on, no, no, no. It's like it's like 
The home formerly known as Pear Tree. I know what it is. Is it just I Pear Tree? It it's not pears. What is it? Peach Tree. <laughs> Nick has left the chat. <laughs> oh, damn it. You know why I'm going to say Southern? Because my grandma used to have a pear tree in the backyard. And what's more Southern than Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's some logic that's your final answer yeah it is british nick i'm oh. sorry are you telling are you telling me that my grandma was british and this whole time i can't i uh, oh he tried oh, see, to someone make else had dinner a pear for tree. his wife someone else had a pear tree in their backyard too uh, but their pear tree was like pears in a pair of shoes. So I'm not sure what kind of fruit was in the tree, but it came in twos. <laughs> For To get that joke, come on to the Twitch stream and look at our chat. Next one. You ready? Um, pear, gone pear-shaped means yeah. that something like has gone south. Yeah, I knew that. That's why I thought I thought I, I heard it from Southern. Damn. Okay. Was Unfortunately, it that doesn't mean it went American South. Two left. You have four points. Oh, he I could have been... He, oh, I have a math, I have like a, a, a chart. I have a uh, algorithm counting the points. <laughs> so I just put, I put a one or zero next to the question when I'm done. You got, you got four. Uh, you okay. might be an accountant if. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we could have been here earlier, but someone was pitching a hissy. Wow. Pitching a hissy is so easy. This is the most where it's like, this sounds like both so clearly. Pit, pitch, pitching, pit, pitching a hissy or pitching a hissy. Guys, I need help on this one. Uh, guys in the chat, let me know if pissing a hissy is British or Southern. I will say pitching a hissy. You did say pissing a hissy, which is probably something else entirely. Pitching a hissy. Pitching, pitching. I mean, they pitch in baseball, but it also sounds like pitching a tent, like, in your pants. Like, something reference to, like, that. I mean, I got a couple Britishes, but I don't know if I trust these. <laughs> <laughs> there are two British answers in the chat. Nick, as your lifeline, will you listen to the chat or you will you disavow the chat? Will you no, I was wondering. Chat? This is this is the like fifth time during one of these things where I was wondering why Darren wasn't helping and she wasn't giving it into the thing, and then I remember she helps you with you. Yeah, so she, <laughs> she knows all me. the questions. I'm like, I'm like waiting for you. the third one. I was like, Darren, tell help. Why aren't you helping me? I thought we were friends, <laughs> and then she's just silent, and then I remember why. Okay, pitching a hissy, pitching a hissy. I feel like if I could do a Cockney accent like you could, and I could say pitching a hissy out loud, I would feel more confident about it. Oi, 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 all right, all right. Pitch, pitching a hissy. Pitching a hissy. Pitching a pitching a hissy. Honestly, that's the closest I've ever gotten. I'm fucking proud of it. That was the best British accent I've ever heard you do. I am not even joking. That is just legitimately the best one. And it was still so bad. It was not bad. Uh, it wasn't bad. British. British. Bitchin' a hissy. Nick, you are wrong. Shut up. I'm sorry. Oh, Fuck man. Fuck you, Chad. I'm never trusting you again. Anyone out there that has the last name Hall, <laughs> fuck you. 
<laughs> this is sabotage. You wanted me to fail. They wanted me to fail. They wanted me to freak out. This is what you want? Is this what you wanted? I'm failing. I don't have a lot in life. There's a black party happening every 15 minutes across the fucking country. And here I am. I can't win a simple game with my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh get man, out of here, Darren, with your I thought that one was the easiest after I failed. <laughs> God damn it. <clears throat> Give me sorry, the last I'm one. I'm so mad. Wait, I gotta tell you what it means. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, tell me I'm telling what it means. <laughs> okay. We we could have got here earlier. No, that was this that was just English. Uh hold on. I got Spanish. Uh country, 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 good. Okay, we could have got here earlier, but someone was pitching a hissy. Pretty good. I got there eventually. Yeah, I got good. there eventually. What does it mean? Okay. Is it just throwing uh, attention? Throwing attention, yeah. This was the hardest one of all of them. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. She's got horse sense. Spell sense <laughs> for me. S-E-N-S-E. Sense. Right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. She, she has that girl over there. She got some horse sense. Honestly, this is just teaching me my southern ain't bad. My southern ain't bad. bad. Too bad. It's not bad. Too bad. The Puerto Ricans, the Puerto Ricans have not emigrated to that part of the country, (laughs) so I will not be cast as the next. uh, Oh, did you see that The Last of Us got their? uh, I did Pedro Pascal. I'm very excited. That's pretty good. That is pretty fucking good. Uh, that was just fucking hilarious to me because it's the same plot as The Mandalorian. That is it. Oh my it's god, the, you're right. They're the same show. Last of Us and The Mandalorian are the same show and they had to cast the same apocalypse. fucking One actor. In, in space. That, that, that girl over there, she got some horse sense. Or that, that girl over... God damn it. British. What, what Brit, accent Brit, was it? Brit, British. British. That girl over over there got some horse. Damn it! I can't do British. I could literally, literally any other accent besides British or Australian, where there are like so many white people. Any of the other ones, you give me a little bit of it. You've heard mm-hmm. I can do like a little. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I cannot do the white people one. That girl has horse. It's got to be southerner. I mean, but you said it was hard, and southerner seems so obvious because they got horses. They both have horses. To be they fair, they have horses in Britain. I've never seen one. Royalty not have horses? Cowboys not having come on. They hunt foxes. Well, I'm pretty sure actually, oh, didn't we like bring domesticated horses? Didn't they bring domesticated horses when they came over to America? Like we have wild horses here, but they were different than like those kind, aren't they? Uh I, think I mean if wild horses means we naturally have horses here. But like a different kind, like they're not the kind that we ride all the time. Like those are we, a very specific bred. We do from, we do, from the wild horses. See Here's the thing, Marcus. Someone mm-hmm. said that you said in the chat that you're saying it's hard just to get in my head so I could spiral, <laughs> so I can get it. But this person uh-huh. also sabotaged me in the last question, so I don't know if I can trust anybody up in here. I don't trust you. Nick, this I don't is trust sick. the chat. <laughs> and unless you're subscribed to patreon.com slash now try this cast, I don't trust you. Audience. You're spiraling. <laughs> spiraling so hard. Because it sounds so natural. She that girl over there, she got some horse sense. It sounds Texas. It sounds like North Carolina. It sounds like Mississippi. It sounds so southern on, on all those places. She got horse sense. 
I feel like I read that in Gone with the Wind when we did it on the podcast. Shout out if you guys want to hear our Gone with the Wind episode with special guest Andrew Hall. Go check it out. Not sure this cast.com. Nick, what is your answer? Southern. It has to be Southern. I, I, I can't do British, and it just sounds right in Southern. Final answer? Yes. You're right. It oh. is Southern. You did it, Nick. You got five correct. I have heart palpitations. <laughs> My heart hurts. Nick, you got it right. That was good. That was good. So that's five points. I got half right. You know what she has horse sense means? She knows which way is north. I don't fuck it. <laughs> it means she's smart. The horse is smart. I, does it make shit? This doesn't make a lick of sense to me because telling someone they have you've been doing these tell, phrases too long. <laughs> telling someone they have horse sense sounds offensive. It was like, hey, oh, make no lick of girl, sense to me. That girl, she's got horse sense. I would be like, oh, she's an idiot. She's, she's well, just because so right because if you said that girl has a horse face, you would be like, oh, she's ugly. But they value their horses highly over there. So we've talked a lot about Ted Lasso, but the one thing that like I I want to really hit and I really want to get into, and I, you alluded to it, is this guy is nice guy number one, primo four 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 degrees of chess, nice guy moves, oh, Marcus, and then he fucking calls home to his kid and wife, and yeah. my heart hurt so much in that moment within I the first like, episode oh, it, it was it was right at the end of the first episode right mm-hmm. yeah so just for context he's sitting there he calls his son and he's excited and he's talking and you're like oh he left a family back back home to do this thing and he's talking to him like you talk to his son and the son sounds like he's like busy and like oh ho ho he's like put your mom on and then he's like being nice he's very normal ted lasso says and then he says I am giving you space. That's why I'm here. And you're like, oh. And then he says a little later, I love you. And then there's like a long pause. And and then he just says quietly, you you don't have to say it back. No, don't worry about it. And and you're just like, no. Yeah. Who are you? This like amazing, perfect guy is 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 having a hard time in his marriage and he has people against him and he also like later on you find out more about him and it it's it's so even though there are heartwarming moments there's definitely also heartbreaking moments like you just heart, feel for him so much because he's such a nice guy you want the best for him and he wins like he's uh, works on winning everyone over throughout the course of the uh, season and whether or not he wins everyone over, you have to watch to find out, but it is so interesting to see the work that they put into making it both like make you feel both things from you're both happy and excited. And then also you just feel so much like uh, sadness for what he's going through and why you find out why he decided to take this job, even though it was crazy. He wasn't just like a goofy guy looking for a good time. There is a reason that he took this. The, um, just to get deeply personal, very recently I was talking to a girl and I let her know that what we're describing that is happening to Ted here is one of my deepest relationship fears, you know? So Marcus, you know, my past there, there have been people that have broken up with me with, the rationale that like I'm too nice and I'm too good and that internally that means I've clocked so many things about does that mean I'm boring does too nice mean I'm predictable should I be that, meaner I, I don't know what that means and you and you internalize all that you know and so yeah. 
So one of my biggest fears in a relationship is that like I can do everything right and it still wouldn't be enough, you know? So when when he was on the phone and he was saying that to her, I, I, it hit, it hit hard. Yeah. Cause I, cause I, cause I get it. I've been there. That's, that's the truth of relationships. Like you can do too much. You, I mean, not too much, but you could do everything within your power to try to make it work. And it just doesn't, you know, like sometimes you're just two different people. Sometimes like it happens and it's heartbreaking because when something wrong happens, when it's someone cheats or, or is just an asshole or whatever, you're like, ah, good. I got rid of them. Like I'm happy. I'm happier without them. This is the reason that it's over. But sometimes there just like, isn't really a reason, you know? Yeah. I I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you're obviously one of the best people I know in the world. And you went through a eight year relationship where you were wonderful and you couldn't make it work. You know, like I, I'm like, not to, boost myself up but i'm a pretty good guy but like the fact that i haven't been able to find someone to give that to man that's it that shit that shit hits when you're yeah. a nice guy like like and 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 not a lot of attention is drawn to this in movies and cinema and tv because it's because because no because usually we're relegated to side <laughs> characters and we're frumpy and it's like oh don't, don't, don't. like like ducky yeah. doesn't get the girl in the movie you know <laughs> nice guys finish last it's it's such a trope but you're you're bordering on being like i'm such a nice guy i know i'm i'm scared i'm scared i'm scared i'm scared i'm doing a good job going going back and forth on either side um but it was just so refreshing to see that because it's so honest and true and i feel like a lot of people feel like this but it's not talked about because you know what are you gonna tell somebody you you know you're too you fucking you're too nice you know nobody owes me anything because i'm nice that's not how it works yeah it, but yeah, it was yeah. just real it was real nice saying that you know so thanks thank you for giving the show because that was that was that hit hard i'm that glad really nice i'm glad but, are... but then also going forward in the show he doesn't stop being that guy it was a really good reminder like you still gotta yeah. be you you still gotta lead with yeah. your best foot forward even if your life's falling apart and everything's not perfect yeah, you know. I mean, as you continue to watch the show, like he hits hard times. He like gets it pretty hard, and and this, yeah. his relationship with his uh, wife continues to affect him in different ways. And the stress of running a team, and also the fact that people are out to get him, like it's all just it's a lot for him. But it's it's still good to watch. Like I I as someone who like doesn't want to always consume content that's going to remind him that he's part of a block party right now. I just want to escape and and be happy for a little bit and despite the fact even in spite of all the hardness that's in this show there's a lot of happy a lot of good and it's yeah. just like totally totally worth it to watch if you're looking for a good time uh during this block party i, I want to ask you something you are you've had different and i only want to ask because uh just to lift the veil on my own life very recently i got into a very a heated discussion with somebody in charge at the place of that I work. And as you know, as maybe not a lot of people know, I used to do a lot of managing and being in charge. And I stepped away from that so I had more time to be an actor. So now I'm not in that role, but I have the luxury of knowing it from both sides now. And I got in a very heated conversation about how best to motivate people to do a better job and to like get the team together. And you know, I, I couldn't help but notice like all the little tips and tricks he was doing in the show are exactly what I was arguing for. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to kind of get your take on it. So like at work, they want to put the hosts 
am part of the tip pool. So some of my tips will go to the host. It's not the way it's ever been done. It's the way it is at some restaurants. Yeah. But the rationale is so they feel like they're a part of the team. They feel like they can do more. They feel like they'll take more ownership. But my place has had host after host after host leave and resign and get fired and leave and resign and get fired. Yeah. And every single time I've talked to them, because as I'm sure you can guess, a lot of people come to talk to me about stuff. Yeah. It's never about the money. It's about the way they're treated. It's about the way that they're micromanaged. It's about the way that they are not given any agency as a person at all. And I had to like lay it in and be like, that's not why it's not working. It's because of you. So why are you taking my money away? But I just wanted to get your take on like his leadership style and his coaching style. Like what you thought of it and like how it made you feel and like what your takeaways are. I I feel like... (sighs) It's hard because I I come from it from not uh, I guess it's still a team but definitely working in 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 business and all this shit it's like it's hard when you have it's to totally like still a team. lead yeah. and you have to manage people and I try to just be as friendly and open and honest as possible while still kind of maintaining certain boundaries of you know of workplace and yeah. not getting too attached to like your coworkers and or like your interns or whatever but totally. also trying to create a friendly welcoming environment and if you are in the position like i was a mentor to a lot of apprentices at a certain point like teaching them what you have and also learning from them and adapting as you go and it's it's really interesting like i when i was at my old job when i uh used to mentor people like i had some people come in it was it was meant for people in college but i had people come in who because you could be at college at any age so there are people who were like 40, 40, like or older who were under me. And I kind of had to like remind myself that even though they were older and I am like, I respect them for that. Like I am here to teach them things yeah. and I, and they, they are coming to me and expecting me to help them out. And I need to do that. And I have a responsibility. Yeah. I feel like Ted Lasso doesn't like he does in fact, take his responsibility seriously. And that he, him being a coach, like he says, he doesn't care about the points, whether they win or lose. Like he cares about making a team and that's the foundation that's going to lead them to victory. And I like that. I like that approach a lot. I I love the way that he handles situations and the way that he tries to break people down in order to build them back up. Not in a negative way, but you know what I mean? No, 100%. Get them back to the the basics, to what they care about, what who they really yeah. are, you know. Like in your, I already see it working and not working in specific areas. I'm like super, like the suggestion box thing, the positive reinforcement to Jamie, the negative reinforcement to Roy. Like how he's using all these very specific tactics that I've like, honestly, I've used. I've used these tactics at work, you know. So it, it was just really nice seeing it from like a little different because it's like a sports and a uh, sports yeah. metaphor way, but like um, it was just it was just interesting because I've never con- again consumed media that yeah. has t- all the things that I do as a manager and all the things that I do to lead are things that I've just kind of like conditioned and learned along the way. Mm-hmm. But I'm like watching them being like done in like a second. Yeah. It's really cool, yeah, yeah. you know. It it's, really, it's, it's very inform- reaffirming. Yeah. Um, as we're wrapping up here. Um, I just want to maybe hit a couple of like our favorite like little moments of the show. Like for example, one of mine was um, the book thing. So Ted Lasso gives a book yeah. as a gift to uh, every player. Every single player gets a book, and they all get their very own book. So like specifically, Roy gets a Wrinkle in Time, and he calls him out. I was like, "What the fuck's this? A Wrinkle in Time?" 
And then I forget if it's his niece or this principal or something's like, oh, it's about somebody who doesn't want to be the leader, but they, they have to be the one. And then Roy looks at Teddy's like, am I the little girl? And he's like, I hope so. And then later Roy fucking reads the book and he fucking gets it. Like the yeah. thought of the thought of giving a book to every player on a team to help them learn a lesson about themselves, to help them grow. Yeah. And that's like your goal as the leader is so cool. It's so like yeah. primo. It was so good. So and good. the fact that it works too. Like it just it it worked so well that he and most of them. Joey, them Jimmy threw it out. Of course. But Jamie's the hardest uh, nut to crack in in the whole show. Yeah. Um. But I, I like all the side characters. Uh, each side character gets a little moments here and there, and I love all those little moments. There's an episode where they're trying to get rid of the ghosts that are in uh, oh the the locker room. <laughs> I can't and it, wait. They, it's really nice. It's really heartwarming. And it's really fun. And, and well, that's good writing because he mentioned he believes in ghosts in the first episode. Yeah, rewatching the, rewatching the series too. Like you pick up, it's 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 very rewatchable. I just fucking watched it, and I'm already watching it again, and I'm like catching shit that I didn't see before, and I'm like noticing jokes and and like it was so hard so to watch good. three episodes, Marcus. It was so hard. <laughs> I finished. I was like, I need more. Another one of my favorite moments from the show was the fact that he got a care package from his son, mm-hmm. and it had those little army men in them. And he, like giving them away. and he starts giving them away and like it's a great joke with the nigerian player yeah. about like i feel the type of way about sam uh, yeah about the american army and it's like oh yeah but like the fact that the evil lady like takes it back home and she's like thinking about it but just the fact like what a what a personal talk like oh, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel like sometimes you know how shows feel like I got to hit a beat, hit a beat, hit a beat. Mm-hmm. And this is a personal moment. And then this is the one played on top. And then I bring it back because it has to be recalled. It felt so genuine that Ted Lasso yeah. really got these army men from his son. And he really, really loved that he got a homemade kazoo. And he really was helping people by giving out these army men as a metaphor. Like, so sincere, so real. It didn't feel put on at all. Very good. Every beat of the show feels so genuine. The writing is yeah. just so good. It's so fucking smooth that it just fucking it works so well. And it's crazy to me. And when yeah. you they're, they're the whole thing, they're working up to, you know, it's a sports thing. They're working up to this big final match. And I'm not going to spoil it. But like even that, you're just like it just it's it works so well. And, and, and Ted Lasso's there with his fucking kindness and they're trying their best. Uh, Jason Sudeikis sports, as the lead. Oh. So good. Sports boys trying their best is I'm like. I'm glad he's getting the praise he deserves because he really is an amazing actor and comedian and improviser and writer. Yeah. I mean, you know, SNL, they're all writers. Like he came from the improv community where he put his paces on stage being doing improv and doing writing and stuff. And it shows. It really mm-hmm. shows. And it's really nice because like I'm doing that now, you know, like I'm doing improv classes and improv shows and sketches and writing these things to like, you know. It's so it's so it's just like sometimes every once in a while I can see the craft of it, you know? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. learning it. I'm like actively learning it right now. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to see. It's very encouraging. Um, do you have any uh favorite moments from the show that we haven't had the chance to talk about? Oh, no, I mean a lot of my favorite moments come later in in after this, and I don't want to spoil anything, but in the first sure. three episodes, I love the, the when he goes out to dinner with Trent Krim and uh, who's the journalist oh, that dinner trying to was bring great. him down. Yeah, and they just like are talking and he he cracks him, you know, and they are reading the early uh, report yeah. on what uh, what he's going to print the next day in the paper. And it's like it starts off negative, but it's really positive. And that's like 
That's why I wanted you to watch the first three episodes. Because at the end of the third episode, you're like, this is the whole point of the show. He's yeah. going to win people over. And this is how I he's going to fucking aspect. do it. I love the aspect of him winning person over one by one by one. It's so honest. It's so real. I love. I feel like I've seen something else where that's happened, but I can't think of it. The thought of it being so human that each character is getting went one over one by one. It just feels so that's real, true. you know? It, yeah. it makes me remember, like, uh, a guy didn't like me at work because I had to push him out of the way at, for, like, a food delivery or something. Like, I, I didn't even remember it. Like, I got, I was, yeah. like, in a hurry. So my first impression was wrong, you know? So yeah. he didn't like me for a minute. But then by the time I left the company, you know, I was his favorite manager and one of his favorite people at the work. And we've stayed in touch and we're friends. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you put in the work, you people see the real you. Uh, and sure. Ted is all about that, right? He's all about putting yeah. his authentic self forward. Um, and it works. 100%. It really uh, works. I also, I love the friendship that is slowly forming between Rebecca and Keely um, on the show. Like oh, she just, yeah. After she finds out that she, like, whatever, helped her with the newspaper that was going to uh -huh. leak. And she comes in and is really chummy with her. And she's like, oh, you're I, actually pretty nice. And yeah. it's it's so good. It's so good to see. I didn't mention uh, Tilly. She's a great character. She yeah. Is, it's uh, good to see Rebecca's walls coming down a little bit, which is nice. Um, yeah. Uh, Juno, uh, Juno Temple is a really good actress. I've never seen her. She's done like atonement, like period mm. stuff. And like all this other like highbrow fucking acting stuff. Shit. So like I didn't recognize her at first because she's like this. Yeah model fucking funny person but she's she's slays it uh she's one of my favorite characters she's hands down you know yeah because oddly enough she also like leads with sincerity you know mm -hmm. like unlike some of the football players whose their walls are up or whatever yeah. she like knows who she is she's comfortable with it she knows you know she's with jamie and he's kind of an asshole she knows that she's pretty and that's how she's getting ahead but she also you know when she goes and asks ted if he'd rather be a a panda or a line it's like a genuine question they're having a genuine yeah. conversation she's like a genuine person with all this thrill thrills on yeah. her yeah. it's really interesting it's hard to pull off that and she does and, it. and, and it, the show doesn't just focus on ted lesso like i said earlier you get so many beats with all these characters and it's great seeing their characters develop it is awesome seeing getting more of rebecca getting more of keely getting more of all these other um members of the yeah. team too it's fun nick i have questions for you yeah I'm ready for him. Did you like the show? Yes, I very much like the show. It's a very yeah. good show. Yeah, spoilers. Good show. Would you recommend the show? Literally, I feel like I have to because it's on Apple fucking Plus TV. So no one, a lot of people have heard of it, but nobody's watching it. But again, if it was on Netflix or Hulu, I feel like this would be, this could be the next Office. Yes. Like, it's that good. Right off the yeah. bat, Office isn't good at the beginning. No, it's not. Parks and Rec takes six episodes to even get started. Ted Lasso's good right away. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Jason. So, 100. If you can sign up for a free trial, borrow it from someone, whatever, figure out how to watch the show because it is worth it. And each episode's a half hour. It's like eight episodes. You can binge it in a day. Totally. Uh, Nick, are you going to continue watching? I made somebody said, "Hey, can you watch the first three episodes the next day so I can watch the rest of the season with you?" That's a conversation I had today. <laughs> and they so are now yes. watching the, they are now watching the stream so they can watch the first three episodes now <laughs> so it could quickly happen so yes good good and, good emphatically good. yes good i'm i'm happy about that you crushed this one you crushed it i've i was like when we were starting the podcast again i was like ted lasso as soon as possible as soon as we could get through like the first few things Ted Lasso's yeah. coming in. Uh, but, but speaking I'm of challenges, next week we are going to be doing the first two episodes. 
They're an hour each. Yeah, two episodes. The first two episodes of Sweet Home, the newest Korean show that is on Netflix based on the webcomic from Webtoons. We don't know anything about it. It was suggested to us from a fan. Uh, a prepared podcast <laughs> would have had uh, who that person was so I could have referenced it next all, every time. It was our friend, Joseph Cruz. Oh, I, I I knew it was Joseph. I thought maybe he had a screen name so I didn't have to like call him out like that. But yeah, it was Joseph Cruz. Thank you, Joseph, for the suggestion. Uh, next week will be all about you. Guys, tune in at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash cast to catch the live stream. But you can also pick it up on Monday everywhere you can get podcasts. Remember to leave five stars. Get at us at NowTryThisCast. And also, join the Patreon. Join mm-hmm. Joseph and these other people that are giving us tries, things that we never would have, exposing us to these worlds. Honestly, for a better or worse, we'll see how this challenge goes. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun on the Patreon. So if you guys can't join, join. And if not, then sign up for Twitch account and follow us here. So we can reach Twitch affiliate status eventually. All right, Marcus, let's get the let's get out of here. Guys, thank you so much for watching. That's been the podcast. Now go out there and try some things. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Now we're at four viewers. Nice. All right. Here. Here I am. I'm in charge now. Welcome to the show. 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 I'm back. Oh, we're at five viewers. We're fucking ready to go, bro. Oh, shit. That's too many. I'm sure it's my phone, your phone, my computer. (laughs) Okay.